Well, welcome to the Water Pool Journal for June 25, 1923. Not really. It's June 25, 2023. Uh, and if it was 1923, some of the things that are going on might be similar, you know, when it comes to the economy, when it comes to social cohesion, uh, when it comes to the views of the ordinary man on the street on what the future looks like. So uh, it's uh, not a slip of the tongue to say welcome to 1923, but it's actually 2023. And then if we look at the situation on this summer of, of 2023 globally, uh, regionally and, and uh, nationally, the news is, is, uh, is not all that great. This past week, we've seen uh, on the financial side issues such as the money supply growth falling to depression level, to depression levels uh, for the second month in April. This was reported by uh, Zero Hedge uh, a couple of days ago. It's a red flag for economic growth and employment for uh, at least uh, most of the world. Uh, the craziness in the U.S. continues with uh, on the uh, on the immigration uh, refugee uh, side. Uh, craziness insofar as uh, a group that wants to see asylum seekers be given financial aid to attend college. Here we have hundreds of thousands of people who can barely meet their uh, financial obligations. Their kids can't go to college. Yet in California, uh, there is a plan to provide financial aid to asylum seekers. And uh, this has recorded no opposition as of June 20th in the California legislature. So like all things in California that uh, come up for uh, societal uh, approval, some of these things actually make it into the in, onto the books and then start going downstream into other parts of the US and Canada uh, where the largesse of a small group of uh, well-meaning but pretty misguided folks uh, basically puts everybody in the poorhouse. At the same time, uh, the press has reported that blatant political corruption in uh, democratic societies is particularly in the United States is explained very easily uh, and uh, the zero hedge once again has produced a report that suggests that the issue of corruption in America is uh, widespread uh, and I quote from uh, Tyler Durden that over the last several weeks and months, a deluge of damning breadcrumbs had been revealed by various whistleblowers, congressional investigators, and investigative reporters, the entirety of which has been a shotgun blast of information overload. And I'd have to agree with that idea of being put forward. That is a lot of information. That is so much, in fact, that the average person is basically uh, overloaded and intellectually goes, I just don't care anymore. But the fact is when it's put together, as the article says, they paint a picture of such shocking corruption that one can only conclude that the period we've lived through, 
between 2020 election, the funding origins and cover up of the COVID-19 pandemic and the overt corruption of the Biden family, one can only conclude that America is living through one of the worst, if not the worst, periods of political scandals and institutional rot in the American history. Making sense of the current state of affairs is a fellow by the name of Tom Elliott, the founder of Grabian, who has assembled what might be the world's most perfect tweet on how Joe Biden owes his 2020 election victory to, quote, blatant political corruption, unquote. The more we learn about the 2020 election in the U.S., the more undeniable becomes that the Biden victory does owe his victory to blatant corruption, blatant political corruption. Now, to an outsider looking at this uh, with uh, somewhat of a jaundiced view, uh, you have to understand that there are a number of issues which are undeniable with respect to making the smell of corruption enter one's nostrils. For example, in this article, it talks about an IRS probe into the Biden's money laundering payments from hostile nations. The normal outcome, which would have ended in what it would have ended his candidacy, was instead uh, there was a stand down order given uh, so that there was no uh, investigation of this alleged money laundering uh, scheme. The second issue is that the FBI and the IRS wanted to search the Biden house in September 2020, but they too were given stand-down orders. Now, if true, this is clearly very, very toxic to democracy as we know it. The third item that uh, the author brings up is that the FBI authenticated Hunter Biden's laptop a year before the New York Post even reported on its contents. So if that is true, we have even more evidence of a deep state the fourth item is that rather than using the laptop's voluminous documentation of a myriad of felonies to initiate criminal investigations, the FBI hatched a plot to warn social media companies of an imminent hack and leak operation of what they heavily suggested was Russian disinformation. Now, I digress here for a second. This boogeyman of Russia has been around for a number of years now, and it's really starting to become threadbare. The Russians are, are clearly adversaries, but they have been made into uh, the size and stature of an adversary, which is totally uh, out of step with reality here. Uh, when you're talking about adversaries on a social, economic, and political level, the very people that many of uh, our leaders in, in Canada and the U.S. have talked about, the elephant in the room is China. And not the Chinese people, but the government of China, which has for 30 years been manipulating uh, the social, economic, and uh, 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 military uh, reporting <laughs> uh, was with real effect. But, you know, Russia, 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 but China, yeah, we don't want to get too uh, worked up over them. And I'm suggesting that is the, you know, uh, lockdown talks in, in the safe speech rooms that if we do that, uh, there's not going to be anything on the shelves at Walmart or in the warehouses of Amazon. So, you know, you got to be careful about how the how you deal with so-called adversaries. I don't see too many goods from Russia in Walmart or on the Amazon website. But anyway, I digress. Um, so the uh, fifth item that they reported on with respect to why they're rot in, uh, in the 
government is clear, is that the FBI used its 2016 Russia collusion probe, which the Durham probe has since proven was essentially an extension of the Clinton campaign to rationalize meddling in the 2020 election. The sixth idea, dreamt up by uh, the FBI, is that they conducted influence operations with various reporters at major newspapers to convince them that the forthcoming damaging reporting about Biden that they knew was true was in fact not. Now, this is so Orwellian. It's true, but you're going to report it as not true because we're the law enforcement body uh, that is uh, going to tell you that it's not true and you will report it as not true, even though you know it's true. What kind of doublespeak is that? My goodness. The seventh item was that the FBI was spying on Rudy Giuliani when he shared the laptop's content with the New York Post. Well, that's not a surprise. I mean, let's face it. The alphabet agencies spy on everybody. And that's 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 been probably in effect for at least a decade or more. Uh, when FBI told Twitter and Facebook about Russian disinformation and the campaign that was coming, they had already concluded Russia wasn't trying to game the election. So Orwellian it is. In other words, tell them something that's not true, even though we know it isn't. So uh it's it's a double speak here uh 10 nonetheless in the preceding years the fbi established a beachhead inside twitter and thank goodness for elon musk having showed up and basically shown the the alphabet gang the door with an operations center of former agents who communicated via their own dedicated slack channel these agents including jim baker the fbi's former top counsel who played a central role in the fbi's trump slash russia scam as well as Comey's former chief of staff, Don Burton, who started the FBI's Russian collusion probe. So there's there's just the points to start becoming like a, a, a basketball game uh, where, the, where the, the winning team is just racking up point after point after point and the, and the losing team looks very poor. Uh, point 11, the CIA in collusion with the Biden campaign seeded disinformation, claiming the laptop was itself Russian disinformation. Really? The major media used this as a pretext to avoid reporting on its contents and instead attack those who were. Hmm. 12, the FBI also arranged a meeting with Senators Grassley and Johnson about supposed Russian disinformation in Hunter Biden. 13. The FBI then used this briefing with senators to justify quashing their own agents' probe into the Biden corruption. Well, that's clever. And then when the story broke mere weeks before the election, one that polling later indicated would have altered enough Democrat votes to send Trump to a second term, both Twitter and Facebook orchestrated an unprecedented and frankly undemocratic mass censorship program. We all remember it, but it's been forgotten by the me well the population that really has the the uh, remembering uh, capability of a gnat you know uh, really because it, if it's happened yesterday they might remember if it happened a week ago it's real history and it, and it, they the whole business of the trump Biden election in 2020 is so far back in history that most people are either set in their way saying they hate Trump's guts or they or they they, they absolve Biden of all his foibles and, and missteps and frankly lying. That's where we are today, at least from the outside looking in. When Twitter uh, rather when Twitter initially resisted the censorship story, it was Jim Baker 
who convinced them to do so, despite the FBI knowing for a year that the information was true. Point 16, in December 2020, after the operation's success and Biden's, quote, victory, the FBI agents working at uh, and with Twitter celebrated the outcome. Imagine that. We were successful at screwing up the election. This is America's preeminent law enforcement agency celebrating their involvement in an election. This is really not good for democracy, no matter how you look at it. You can be a rabid Democrat, or you can be a rabid Republican, but you know what? When you do this, it's going to come around and bite you in the backside because the, the, these are the sorts of people who really don't care whether you're on the left or the right of any political issue they're in it for the power and the glory for you know whatever reason at the time trump was being impeached for asking ukraine to investigate biden's alleged corruption in ukraine how handy is that in today's news of course the fbi and irs already knew that the bidens had indeed laundered more than 10 million from burisma via fake companies and dozens of bank accounts while at the same time or at the same time a vice president biden had used U.S. aid as leverage in getting the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating Burisma fired. And everybody remembers, those of us who are like to remember historical videos, where uh, the uh, president or then the vice president was uh, quite uh, uh, animated on a video uh, about how he basically told the Ukrainians what to do, and son of a bitch, they did it. Uh, P.S. That's nothing they say of the Democrats orchestrating state-by-state campaigns to change voting rules, enable widespread ad- adaptation of voting boxes. And the list, it goes on and on. But you know where I'm going with this, uh, that where there's this much evidence, uh, uh, it's this much uh, anger pent up in, in a good portion of the population, you'd think there'd be an honest attempt to uh, do something. I mean, if if you're a... a, a rank and file FBI guy or IRS guy, this this is not good for your ego that some of your compatriots further up the food chain are, are basically crooks. That's how, how can you work for an outfit like that? Can it be fixed? Um, so, you know, when you read some of the comments made by people to this article, it's, uh, it's pretty discouraging. I mean, uh, Mindy Robertson writes, so basically the FBI has become the goon squad of the central banking system that controls the government right now. Uh, others say that uh, there was a Durham report and nothing actually came of that. Jim uh, Mosig in his uh, tweet says, often overlooked, but the Mueller probe and the Russia hoax are used to take the dams over the finish line and win the House in 2018 midterms. This gave uh, shift the power and ability to start House investigation and impeachments. As the article concludes, the next time you hear a Democrat decrying Republican efforts to dismantle democracy with their voter ID laws or ending harvesting or consider their real threat to American democracy from the deep state, their actions all sound very insurrectiony to the writer. One could be forgiven for considering it meddling and collusive, but that would be the stuff of conspiracy theorists, right? In any event, that is uh, what the story from our American file is for today. Now, the next part of our review of the week in the podcast focuses on the migration issues 
in uh, in North America, which have continued to percolate under the radar uh, as this corruption scandal in the U.S. is uh, well and truly uh, being discussed, at, at least in one, in one in one half of the uh, of the media and the and the political spectrum. Uh, one of the impacts of uh, the flood of migrants into the United States has been the number of children flooding into the U.S. schools. In a story written in the Washington Examiner uh, this morning, June 25th, uh, they were very clear as to what the problem was with uh, this, this business of children of immigrants who entered the United States illegally and who are overtaking public schools with some districts reporting that over 80% of the student population are from immigrant homes. Uh, the examiner says that a new analysis of Census Bureau data said that 29% of public school students from immigrant households were from those headed by an illegal immigrant. And because of the delay in census data, that calculation doesn't even account for the historic surge of illegal immigrants since uh, President Biden moved into the White House. Uh, probably the most important issue when it comes to immigration is how many people should be allowed in the country. The impact on public schools would seem to be one of the most obvious areas where numbers matter, says the report from the Center for Immigration Studies, which is a critic of the president's open borders policies. The center noted for its analysis of data and its reporting that, quote, mapping the impact of immigration on public schools, unquote, is an eye-opening review of how the children of immigrants are challenging education. Because along with the surge in immigrant children comes language issues in the poor population that for school districts provide much more aid, such as food. And some schools with a supermajority of immigrant children Rather, and some with schools with the supermajority of immigrant children, the report noted, said assimilation into U.S. society becomes an issue. Among the key findings from the report were these: first, the 11 million public school students from in in 2021 from immigrant-headed households, legal and legal, accounted for nearly one out of four students in public schools. That's almost 23 percent, according to their study. This is double the 11% in 1990 and more than triple what it was in 1980 at 7%. The next point was that in 2021, 32 million or 29% of public school students from immigrant households were from households headed by an illegal immigrant. Another point was that immigration has added disproportionately to the number of low-income students in public schools. In 2021, 21% of public school students from immigrant households lived in poverty and they accounted for 29% of all students living below the poverty line. This is not what one would say is a healthy immigration, refugee, adaptation, intake program. And this uh, similar uh, issues are showing up uh, in uh, urban centers in uh, Canada as well, uh, where uh, systematically the schools are, are having to adapt to the surge of uh, immigrant uh, kids uh, with the consequence of the same issues 
having to come up with uh, language training programs, hiring additional staff to look after, to deal with the issues of assimilation and poverty, and so on and so forth. So it's uh, not something that just happens in the U.S. 